welcome to Doxed. In this episode, we go hyper vcon as we chat about every activation that was with us alongside Quarter Machine in NFT land. I hope you enjoy Doxed. And welcome to Doxed, uh, the Web3 based podcast. This is the second time we had to do this because Tim can't keep his mouth shut. Welcome to Doxed, the Web3 based podcast. Uh, we like to talk about news, we like to talk about headlines, uh, rugs in a colloquial sense. Uh, and then we just kind of vibe. We want to be able to share with you guys the experience of Web3 with all of us, what's happening in the world, what uh, what all of our roles are. Um, and um, yeah, this episode is going to be a little bit different from our previous Docs episodes. We're going to be talking about VCon. So the past week, uh, all three of us and the Quarter Machine team went to uh, VCon uh, in Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, so we're going to kind of break down different, uh, different thoughts and feelings about that. But first I want to be able to introduce, uh, the rest of the panels. Um, I'll start with myself. Uh, my name is Tom DeSico. I'm the quarter machine community manager. Quarter machine is an NFT project backed by a full stack animation studio, our assets that we release three collections, uh, pirate Island, floor is lava and sticker pox all, uh, can wind up in some of the animations from, uh, space station animation. And um, yeah, we reward holders uh, for being awesome. And if their NFTs show up in our episodes. I thought we had four collections, but. Oh, capsules. Nice. Yeah, but capsules don't show up in animations. Yeah. But that would be a nightmare. A big promotion at. <laughs> well, yeah, but we'll talk about it. We'll talk about that too. All right. All right. All right. Uh, well, since I interjected, I'll, I'll go next. So I'm Aaron. I do all the tech at Quarter Machine. I do, uh, Tim and I run Unnamed, which is a game and web three studio which will probably pivot the way we actually announce what we are in a week or two, which I, I see Tim start sweating right now. You know, that key and peel meme where the, like, uh, <laughs> he's just drenched in sweat and shaking every time I say anything like that, that's leads. Yeah, but I was like that before you started talking. So <laughs> it's, it's every time I talk. Yeah. So, um, and so Tim's all of our lawyers. He can be your lawyer as well. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's my favorite no, meme. So that's favorite. not true. So I'll provide for that. Tim is not our lawyer. Um, so, uh, we, we do cool stuff. We're building awesome things. It's the bear whatever. The market looks a little better. We could do market analysis every time. The NFT market looks better this week. Yeah. So that'd big be fun. It out. So, but anyway, uh, go ahead, Tim. Yeah. To sum up. I'm a lawyer, but I'm not your lawyer. And Aaron said something about how he likes bears. Um, yeah. <laughs> that for the after dark. Uh, oh, sorry. That's good. My name's Tim on Twitter at NotLegalTim, uh, co-founder with Aaron at Unnamed.gg, operations at Quarter Machine, building lots of cool stuff in the space. Um, yep, lawyer, not your lawyer, not their lawyer. Um, nothing on here is legal advice. Nothing on here is financial advice. So just vibe and have a good time. Amen. Uh, let's dive right into VCon. So uh, all of us kind of attending, uh, being a part of the quarter machine activation in NFT land. Uh, I want to be able to go through, maybe we go through each one of the, what we can remember, the other projects that were there, uh, do a little bit of a recap of what they did. Um, we'll be able to kind of harp on ours, uh, what we showcased. And then um, I think I, I think I want to go on like touch points, uh, kind of like, what do we think they I don't want to like throw projects under the bus, but like, was it a good activation? Was it a bad activation in what regard? Um, and then, um, yeah, hot or not, VCon edition, hot or not, VCon edition. Um, so let's go all the way to the end. So right where like, um, uh, cool cats were. So right the first, the first booth that, uh, that was right at the end was subducts, correct? We yep. saw subducts. Um, and uh, they'll try to paint a, a visual pitch or an audio picture for you guys. Subtext had um, essentially like an outbuilding, uh, what looked to be like a tomb. Um, and inside the oh, tomb. Time? Sorry. Yeah. I mean, no, I like it. I didn't mean to jump in. I just, if you're going to go through every single booth, I'm going to like grab a snack or something. No, grab a snack for sure. <laughs> grab a snack for sure. Uh, well, that's what I mean. I think we can gloss over some of them. I think like I won't have a lot to say about um I think we were Wolf game. All. all right, well, let's do it quick then. Cool cats. Were they cool cats or floppy felines? Aaron, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> I like sticking my hand in random holes, so I'll give it a ten out of ten. You put your Perfect. hand in it? Uh oh. I misread that situation <laughs> real bad. Uh so their activation was you stuck your hand in, you got a ping pong ball that was colored and you got something. So they were just doing a gamified uh, merch giveaway. 
Um, they ended up not giving away enough merch and we're walking around giving away keychain. Founders were really cool. Um, I like the team. The activation left a little bit to be desired based on how much money they have. So, so that's an interesting point. And the reason I bring that like that one, I liked a lot because I wanted to talk about touch points and we talked about it with them. Tim, you're actually on my screen. No, Aaron's on my screen in my in my picture frame. Like, Give me not second. your background you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, have to, I have to move you. Yeah, you have to clarify. So weird. Yeah. <laughs> on the background of my computer, you're there, but yeah. Start <laughs> um, to move them when you can't just pick them up, you know. Uh they uh, so part of that activation was it wasn't like you were just in a line and you picked a ping pong ball and then got a pin. Um, you actually had to f scan and fill out a, a essentially a type form. And the reason they were doing that was they were building their email list. And I think yeah. that was interesting because in talking sure. briefly to their founder, I think they had like 300 email signups. So, yes, they didn't give away nearly as much merch as, say, Quarter Machine or an Alien Friends did. And we'll talk about them uh, a little bit. I'll talk about us and them a little bit later. Um, but I do think that it would have been a successful activation for them because if you're looking at post VCon, at least they have a way to follow up with, you know, people who are interested enough to put their hand into a hole. So, yeah, it wasn't bad. I, we did the same thing last year with Deadfellows, right? You would reach in or the hand would reach out, actually. Yeah, yeah. And they would just give you, you know, it was email marketing, which I think is funny. We kind of we went in that direction uh, with with a marketing touch. Um, I mean, we talked about that before. Yeah. Like all these projects started really web three native. Well, not all of them, but most of them. And all they had from their community members were wallet addresses that weren't linked to Discord accounts that necessarily in a way that they could find out. They didn't have email addresses. So as they're getting funding and as they're growing and trying to scale their brands, they're hitting this huge blocker of they don't have a way to outreach to these people. They don't know who they are. They don't have a way to, to market it. And so I'm not surprised to see a lot of projects kind of leveraging merch this time around for information, contact details, things like that. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, let's go across the hall. Uh, we'll talk about Subducks really quick. Like I said, they had this tomb. Um, and I think they were showcasing a game in there. There wasn't, uh, and I say this. Their next collection. It was their. their ne it was another collection. I would say their, their next. collection. Yeah, they have, they have multiple collections. Um, and in order to play the game, you had to buy the asset or something. They had stickers in there. Um, it, I don't know. It felt, it felt, um, I don't know. It wasn't as, it wasn't as like on point touch, uh, as, yeah. as many of the others, but, uh, they were a big presence. I, I think their booth looked super dope. They have good hype with their team and their booth was awesome. Yeah. Like yeah, booth is awesome. I don't know how on brand it was, but I don't know if that was the point. Though. I think there's well, I don't know enough about their ecosystem. Their ecosystem, like a lot of it, has to do with like King Frog, um, and then there's like yeah. a very there's like a very Aztec vibe. So I think it was a hundred percent on brand for them too. It, it could have been. I tell, but the reason I mentioned that is because when I saw it, I didn't think Subducks. I had to kind of wait and see what it was. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Um, to the left of Subducks was the CyberCong booth, correct? And CyberCongs, I think, did a good job of having an activation that was enough on point, enough social presence, um, that it made sense for them to have what they did. So I'll kind of walk it, walk you through it. Um, the whole point of CyberCong was to take a picture with this uh, VX 3D sculpture of like a big CyberCong. Um, and then once you do post it to social media, Twitter, Instagram, use the following hashtags, which are followed by their community. It was super smart. Uh, tag their um, tag their social accounts. And then once you did, you were able to play Plinko, uh, like Banana Plinko. So you had a chance to win something off of a wheel if you got this Plinko chip in a single slot. So that was the touch point. Um, and actually, Aaron, uh, Aaron ended up winning a pretty dope prize. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want a Cyberpunk. He won a Cyberpunk baby. Yeah. Right, yeah. But yes, it, it, it was cool. <laughs> uh, I think it was cool. I think it, uh, I think it hit brand awareness. Um, and I think, uh, they you know, they get their tag trending. Their hashtag it worked. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. It was trending. It was actually trending on Twitter. Yeah. Which, which is, is pretty impressive. We're seeing hard is marketing this year. Right? Marketing. It wasn't, it, everything like here it seems to be full throttle here toward marketing, engagement farming. Uh, email collection, um, you know, make just like Wolf game. they did an awesome job. Who's that? Yeah. Wolf, game? Wolf game did an awesome job. Oh, we'll, we'll get so there. Often, 
No, it's next. It's literally. I know you want to go yeah, we'll zigzag, keep... but I'm so okay. triggered. Okay, about, that's fine. Go on. Gonna hurt your OCD. Like, no, oh, go. no. If anybody's gonna be bothered, you know it's gonna be you, right? <laughs> yeah, it's me. It's me a little bit, but and okay. I am to be honest. Let's but go Wolf the Game. Wolf Game activation. I was super hyped. I was like, cannot believe Wolf Game's going. I talked about it to both of you numerous times. I, I like their project. I built a clone of Wolf Game on Clayton. Like I have studied it. I know their documentation inside out. I was like, I'm gonna talk to that team. Cannot wait. I don't even know if they showed up. They put a little stand, they put a little hangout area, which was like a wolf rug and then like a couple of chairs. And then they put a little stand with an NFC chip that you could scan to get a PO app. And that was their activation. There wasn't anybody to talk to. Yeah, yeah but look, by. you got this sweet PO app. Rock on! Bro, yeah, it's going to so much utility.com. Not a real website. Maybe they have utility and I didn't, I don't like, I stopped following the project after that. It was such a bad activation and I hate fudding. I hate saying negative things about people and projects, but like, especially publicly um but that <laughs> was so bad especially recorded Maybe. there were only 320 of those po apps minted i don't like scanning nfc chips especially for oh, random i don't you know, care I think maybe they hired a very new to the space literal event coordinator and when they said we want to rub vcon they just sent a really nice rug that's actually a great yeah that would be super funny if they did that well, what maybe, did you guys think of that one <laughs> uh it was weak uh, but I also say that not knowing, and I can't imagine that there is a plan for a PO app. I mean, Adidas has in the past. done a book signing. Oh, well, oh we will get we'll there. Get there. We'll get there. Oh, I don't know why you're more triggered about that. I'm. Do you know how much money Wolf Game has? Like, do you know? I, and I know Bobby has a ton of money as well, but like Wolf Game is like one of the most successful Web3 games. It's not talked about very often for some reason, but they have so much money. Go look at the yeah. assets. For sure, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, I uh, I don't know. I'm uh, definitely more triggered by the lack of presence from, um, from the hundreds team. So I don't All know. All right. Well, I since we're talking about it, that one was across from us diagonally. Do you want to talk? All about the way at the other one? end. Yeah, yeah. That, I just did it. I literally spilled the beans on everything that was there. So uh, when we were setting up early our booth, uh, you can see pictures of our booth on Instagram, uh, or Twitter. You know, at at Quarter Machine. Um, but, uh, the people that were setting up the, uh, the Adam bomb squad booth essentially put the tables that they give you for the event, for the, the, you know, the convention center event, and they put them in a circle or like a little square. Uh, and then they put three cardboard cutouts of bombs in front they of were, it. They and were, and that was cardboard. it. Hey, they were like, they were for it. I'm yeah, there you go. semantics. Was there more? Like did they did they even put uh tablecloths is the question. They used the tablecloths that were given to us. Wow, that's I mean it really pulled the whole vibe together. I I'm did just... hear so I have some alpha on this. So he had a book signing there. You may have been the one that told me this. I can't Saw remember. It. Told me. Yeah. Yeah, and then he had another book signing that weekend in New York, right? So he basically shouldn't have come to VCon, basically. He or sure. or not gone in New York. Because like you, you can't because the people that came there to see him, it's like, look, I came here for this activation. Look at all the other booths. You're not even here. He wasn't there for the whole first day. And he was like only a couple of hours. He had to go and travel. I it's get terrible. it. He's a busy dude, no, but like and, and he needs to manage the schedule a little bit better. And I and I like him and I like the project. I, I They were one of the first OG like Web3 fashion brands. I think they're doing a good job. Their activations have been good in the past. So I think you're not going to hit every time. Right. So. They could have made it an art installation just like they did when we went to Miami, though, and showcased all the art. It wouldn't have it wouldn't have been anything. Anything wouldn't would have been better than what they did. I'm sorry. I'm going to throw some shade, but like it was it was really bad. No, so, I know. Um, let's go across to uh, across from um, Wolf Game. Actually, I think you skipped over um, VS VSP. So you skipped, uh, yeah, oh, I did. We skipped over. We, we skipped did. over Vayner. Um, so Vayner Sports Pass was also there. Um, I wasn't able I to enter. I wonder how they locked that down. Yeah, how did how did he get the in? <laughs> Wild. You know what's funny is I I'm actually okay with that. Like uh, and I I I went by it a handful of times. Um, I'm not gonna say I was super impressed, but I think it hit all the points that they wanted it to be, and they wanted it to be like a community booth. Like they wanted people that were holders to go and hang out and meet AJ, play ping pong and get some cool swag. They had good vibes. That's all yeah. it was. And I think I think that's fine. I think it checked the box of like, yeah, we did we did VCon and you know, they get to put it on like a 
a Web3 resume and, you know, they'll be there next year. Like, there's no reason for them not I to be. I never saw anyone say or heard anyone say anything negative about that booth. Ever. I didn't hear, like, it wasn't the booth that stood out the most. But if you were excited to see them, yeah. you went up and you talked to them. I think it was a good activation. Yeah. Uh, accessible and, and just you know, put together. They had a little card partnership, too. Uh, I don't know if you dove much into it. I was talking with the one company um, that it was doing, like, a card partnership with with um with Vayner Sports Pass, but they were they were kind of present there too. So I think they were giving stuff away from them. So it was cool. Um let's go across the aisle to Dapper Dinos. Um and I'm just gonna I'm gonna show my cards here. I love those guys. Uh they were super they were super awesome. Those guys were super fun. Uh I'm also a little bit uh biased because they hooked me up with like potentially the most comfortable sweatshirt that I've ever worn in my yeah, life. Yeah it's a nice sweatshirt. Dude it's so nice. I got a hoodie. Yeah, they hooked me up too. The hoodie's nice. It's, it's so nice. And here's the thing. I say this as I'm wearing my gala pink and, and purple thing. I, I feel like pink is my new color. Yeah, I think um, we're out of the black hoodie season. I think we're in spring bro, colors. I love this. Year. Like, I'm absolutely in love with it. You know what's funny too is I wore this the day I traveled home, and there were like three other people wearing Dapper Dino like swag. And like, we just, our eyes met, and there was just like a connection. Uh, I like them. I like their community manager. I've been following him on Twitter since and listening to his spaces. That's tractor.eth. Super nice dude. I like their whole team. Uh, but they showcased the game. Uh, Dino Dash. Tim, where'd you go? Hmm? I'm here. Yeah, all right. Do you need to go off camera? No, no. Oh, you bounced for a second. Um, they. Uh, I got the high score on that one. So they were like, get the high score, and they get, they hooked us up with some merch, and I felt bad. I was like, all right, I'll go get, I'll go get the high oh, score. Oh, we, yeah. It's actually you, good. It's a good game. Did you download it? Uh, this is what I, I was curious. IOS. Oh, you don't. So I downloaded it on iOS. You guys can find Dapper Dash. We're not affiliated with Dino Dash, so let me do let me do the spiel. We have no affiliation with Dino Dash or, or da Dapper Dinos or any anything we're talking about here. This is just we. Not yet. I might buy one, though. I like them. And the yeah. price point's on point for me. Um, the gameplay's great. It's got like a really good little story mode. It's cool. Uh, and this was this was cool to see, too. I'm going to be able to I'm going to try to do this on camera. They've had like really cool little partnerships with other projects. So uh, the one that they were showcasing there is the dino that they had had a little alien friends on the back of them. Uh, this one had an elite apes on it. Uh, this guy had a cyber Kong. And then the last one had an in-betweeners bear. So it's cool to see them. Uh, being open to collabs or partnerships, uh, and then it was cool to see that at all of Beacon. Actually, there was I think almost every project there um, collabed with at least one other project in NFT land. We ended up collabing with Project Kaizen. We'll get to that in a little bit, but we like collaboration was running rampant at that entire event. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah, it was really nice to see. Um, made me happy. Um, I'm trying to go down the thing. I don't think there was anybody to the right of Dapper Dinos, was there? No, you had to go through the doorway, I think. And then it was Alien Friends. But let's talk about, before we talk about Alien Friends, let's talk about World of Women. Um, yeah. I don't want to hit this one up. Aaron. I, I can do it. I was, yeah. I was a holder for a little bit. I um, think that's why it's safe for you to do it. Yeah. Um, so I was a holder. I'm not anymore. Um, uh, I, you, you, you know, in Web3, we try to find communities that we vibe with. I just didn't vibe. Nothing against that community at all. I I think it has its place. Uh, I wanted to buy into one of the um, like uh, female empowerment communities. I was looking at that world, women and weapons, and, and boss beauties, and it was uh, where the woman was the one you know we ended up buying into. Um, so uh, their activation was the same as last year, except I think this year they had a claw machine. So they had a little claw machine. It was impossible to win anything. <laughs> it was yeah, like <laughs> that's fine. It was a real claw machine. That's why. And that's how those are. They're not skill based. They're they hit a certain amount, and you can you can figure that. Yeah, but uh, the things that they were like highlighting inside that that claw machine were literally unwinnable. They put ledgers in there, so everybody that wanted to go for a ledger was unable to pick up a ledger. It's yeah. just I don't know. It's One a side. hangout. There's just more of a hangout. Yeah, I, but I they weren't they highlighting better. the hangout. Like I don't want to. No. Not gonna yell they space this, but what, it wasn't. What uh, event did we go to? The three of us. We went to that one event and the coffee shop. Oh, the coffee with Captain. Coffee with Captain. Yeah, that was that was cool. That would have been a way better vibe for them to be able to meet the community exactly. and talk to people. I don't think they need a booth. I think they should do and I and I think I said the same thing last year, but they they're like more of a satellite event. They they'd be like, "Hey, our holders are going to come like a meetup." 
right? Uh, they, they don't have anything they're showcasing. They're a community. They're hanging out. Everybody, they have very straightforward, like, project. It's easy to understand. They should just do a hangout. Their, their, their community members want to come and hang out. Great. Do a satellite event. I don't think they, they need a booth next year. But could be wrong. Um, but, yeah, that, that was it. That was World of Women. So it was just the same as last year. Very middle of the park for me. Yeah, this is a very safe way of saying it. I'll be a little bit more blunt that I think it was a lazy activation, but <laughs> it does. It didn't feel it didn't feel welcoming. That booth doesn't feel welcoming, and the the one touch point of like a fun thing to do was essentially broken. Yeah, across the way, <laughs> across the way was Alien, Alien Friends, Friends, and I love cool. I love them. Uh, yeah, the Alien I Friends along with their team. Their Alien the Alien Friends team was. Uh, really cool uh one here's uh, this so here's a this is a fun one for me because like i had fun with them i like their team i follow all their team on twitter i i just like the vibe of those guys um as an activation i'll kind of paint the picture of this activation they had an arcade setup basketball hoop that was alien friends branded uh the toys you would win for scoring a basket in this arcade style play thing were a little plush here wait we're little plush. Oh, yeah, I've got them right there. You Alien the friends. You have the red yeah, and the purple. Yeah, I, I have the blue, yellow, and red. So What color right. did you get, Tim? I got that teal one Tom has. With the, the one with the beanie? Yo, like, that was my favorite one. Dude, he's so sick, right? I, I like, I, like I mean, this is my own Alien Friends preference, but I like when you don't see all their other eyes. Like, I, I like was going to say that. I need wow. to keep that beanie down. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But you know they're so cool, and these are high quality. I'm on the speed quality, but like for plushies, like they're they're dense. So um, you got to go away. Nearly everybody that I think we talked to walked away with like an Alien Friends plushie. So I mean, they spent a lot of money uh, on like their merchandise giveouts. Uh, very cool. I don't think a lot of touch points. I mean, maybe maybe brand recognition is what they were going for as like one of the things that they were trying to achieve. I think they did that yeah, with the IP. I think it's yeah, just alien friends giveaway stuff. Did you guys um, see the record for consecutive shots by the end? Twenty eight. Twenty eight. It's absurd. Baskets was the record. And it was so, the dude uh, to the right of us, right? It was uh, it was Creature World, the the guy from really? Creature World. Yeah. No. The yeah, guy with long hair. The guy with long hair. Yeah, really? he was a basketball player. Yeah. He's absurd. Dude, 28 yeah, in a row is wild. I talked to him for a while. He he used to play basketball. Um he has the frame for it too. He's he's an awesome musical dude. So. Super nice. Um but yeah, that was my only my only like criticism, maybe um like blind to it and that's what they were shooting for was that um there wasn't like uh I don't know, there there didn't feel like there was much beyond basketball. And I'll kind so, of dive into that too. In this case was that they weren't getting any users onboarded to either their ecosystem or capturing user content, which was what everybody should have been doing. Should there. have, could have. Sure. Yeah. Well, ours was to get users in our ecosystem, ecosystem, right? We didn't need to capture. We're not looking to capture emails right now. Yep. So, yeah. And that, that was our goal. Um, so, yeah, I agree. Uh, cool activation. Got the word out. They look popular. Everybody, they vibed well. Everybody, I got along with everyone. Didn't talk to the founder too much, but that, that team is awesome. So, yeah. Um, it was cool. It was a it was a fun. Buddy Penguins is next, right? Yeah, they were to us, and then we can talk about uh, we can talk about Danny Cole. We can talk about Creature World, and then we'll talk about our stuff. So yeah, um, Pudgy Penguins was was cool. I mean, I, I I look at it as just like a kind of meet and greet experience too. Um, I don't think they were actually giving away merch as much as I have I have a Pudgy. They gave it to some people. So yeah, a couple people. Yeah, I have a Pudgy final. right there. I think they Aaron were... Aaron's got one right there. Yeah. They were simultaneously launching their vinyl toys in retail online, and they were kicking that off at Econ. So I don't think the vinyls were meant to be giveaways, and they sold out. Yeah, Amazon sold, sold out. On Amazon, no, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the day after the event, they all sold out. Yep. Tim's point. Very cool. Yeah. So I think that's good. But I don't. I would argue that I didn't know that until after VCon. So as far as like storytelling side of it, I had no idea that that was the point of the launch. Or if people were like, oh, like, I don't want to carry it in my check bag. I don't want to buy it here. I don't want Luca to sign my pop figure or whatever it was. Yeah, people yeah. know that there is now, you know, a, an arbitrage like sale point through Amazon, which would have been dope. I think that's cool. Um, and then they had a claw machine, which I don't even think anybody used. I think it was just like a visual. Yeah, yeah. it honestly was. Yeah, their 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 draw was their merch. Their vinyl toys are relatively high quality. I played around with it a bit. 
probably should have sold it because they sold out but <laughs> it's cool to buy into the part projects that you know we're we're a part of like we've been near them at the event so it's always good vendor to vendor so yeah um and then what was the other one danny cole creature world creature world which yeah, yeah funny guys as always just a vibe man it was funny yeah. aaron and i were talking about activations uh, like the day after we we all got back and aaron was like i think that was my favorite activation and i i'm i might have to actually agree with you on it just because of the perfect for his community yeah it was great for his community he i saw him i saw him drawing custom art on on like a little backpack they gave away a hand-painted piece of original art um their merch game was weird as ever and i mean that in a good way like yeah, it was it was spot on for his community, and I think they killed it. Yeah. Plus, again, stand up guys, we it's not our first time kind of hanging out with them during setup and during teardown, and to have Danny come over and actually like help, help rip up the vinyl. vinyl from the floor because he's watching us struggle with it. Dude, it was awesome. And just be like, I gotta help. I'm not gonna sit here and watch that. Like, what a great dude. Cool, cool activation. Good vibe. Yeah, yeah. Thumbs up yeah. from this guy. I do. I really like them. Um... And then, uh, and then there was Quarter Machine, which obviously I'm a little bit biased because uh, because we we work for Quarter Machine. Uh, but we had um, I don't know what to call them. I think I think Pirate Dad called them like coral fingers with TVs on them. Uh, and we got to showcase everything that we've done this past year: activations, animations, team, just things like that. Um, and then we had our IRL Quarter Machine um, that that you guys built. And uh, in it, we uh, we put our capsule collection, which is essentially our conduit to do giveaways um, and and raffles. Uh, and then we partnered with Project Kaizen, Tom Billu's project. Um, I think we that... gave away the most merch by far at, at, at any booth. Like we came with the Game Boys, we came with the viewfinders. Everybody that spun walked away with like they're like you have a bag, so. It's yeah, something yeah. for next year. It's a weird one, but like I feel like if we had bags next year, like we could be the bell of the ball. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, you're already the bell of my ball, Tom. Oh, buddy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so good. yeah, it, it was good, yeah, and we we got a bunch of new users. Yeah, I don't know sure. the metrics for what we got on, but it, it was cool. Some metrics. We probably got about a, um, I would say, sixty plus new Discord users, which is great in a bear. Like honestly, like, and then we had I think 120 spinners on a paid device uh and yeah. about a hundred unique spinners so we let people respin so yeah. just yeah, a metric so 100 people minted a paid project and a bear and we got good discord growth so yeah and we got to partner with project kaizen and tom billy which was dope yeah they were awesome their so team is sick man if i, if I can if i can say anything project kaizen like not like we're affiliated so the disclosure is the disclaimers we partnered with them during this event so that's the disclaimer but i don't work for them you know, none of us here do um, but they they were awesome to work with. I hold one of the keys as well now, so they're like I'm I'm I've got to do my homework and get into that community. He's building Ready Player One, so that's what he's claiming to be building. If you don't know who he is, he exited um, Quest Nutrition for like a billion dollars a few years ago. So he's got the money to do it. So I'm excited to see if he can actually do it. I think Web3 yeah. Gaming is coming. And we got to go to their VIP party, which was great, um, and see the trailer for the for the game, the next phase of their game. I think they're calling it phase two. Um, thought the trailer was was good. I liked it a lot. It was good hype and seemed like solid quality. And just to clarify, he's not building Ready Player One, the IP that exists. He's building his version of Ready Player One in Project Kaizen. And yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes to. Great team. They've got the resources. I like the, the look of where it's going so far. Not advice, just wanting to give them a nod. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Um, but so, yeah, that was an favorite land. booth. So favorite booth for this is an interesting one. I think you two favorites. Favorite booth for the audience, and then your favorite booth. So what do you think, Tim? Hmm. I don't know, man. Like to to be honest, and this is just probably my personality type. I didn't see a booth that I thought blew me away. Like mm. merch. I think Dapper Dinos wins the merch game. I mean, obviously, I'm biased to QM, so I'm gonna leave that out of the running. So aside from QM, Dapper Dinos, I think they crushed the merch. I like the bright colors. The quality was great. Uh, yeah, I liked it. Uh, in terms of like, and, and that's probably my answer then because. So even um, for the community, so they win both categories for you? I think so, because I noticed, you know, it was their own game. People weren't playing like a carnival game or a claw game. They were, yeah. they were debuting their game, which I think is technologically great. 
so good for them. Um, merch was solid. Saw a lot of people repping the merch. Um, yeah, I'd say all around, I like Capper Dinos. Yeah, I can so tell I you sound them. so excited about it. Hey, everybody <laughs> who knows me knows this is my excited voice. <laughs> so, what are hit me with? What are the categories you had? So the best, the, the one you like the best, and then you think the one that hit their community the best. So, like for me, I'll give you an oh, example. Like their own community. Yeah, I so I think econ community the best. No, their oh, own community. Room like hit their own community the best. Yeah, yeah I, that's I, a hands down. I think all, all three of us agree. No doubt, they nailed it. They absolutely yeah. nailed it. Danny knows his audience and he crushes it, and he's the most personable, awesome, down to earth guy ever. Yeah, um, so I thought you meant like hit that the attendee community best. No, yeah, no. Um, and then so then then your favorite. So if we all agree, Creature World, like that's that's pretty cool. They win that community their own community. You can send them their award. Yeah, we'll yeah. send them the reward. I'll get. Uh, we can give them a POAP. <laughs> what do you think, Tom? What was your favorite? What did you say about POAPs in the in the gala record? I oh, I think they I, cut that out. Yeah, they have to cut that out. <laughs> they had to cut out. I think a good chunk. It's going to be a lot of junk. Literally, just not me talking. And <laughs> <laughs> um, so I agree. I agree with uh, with that creature world. I think nailed the community side of it. Um, my own personal favorite. That's a really, that's a really tough one. Um, I might have to go Dapper Dinos just because I like, I like that they had space to welcome holders. So they had like a calm, cool little area. They had things to give away to people that were small um, that you would essentially take home, throw in your pocket, throw in a bag. So they had like Dapper Dino pins. They were promoting IP that they have built. They had collaborations on the forefront. They had merchandise and I don't know. Um, I'm gonna no. tell Tom, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell Sean you didn't say quarter machine. No, Aaron, we were keeping we were keeping quarter machine out of the running. He's got he's gonna say look at how serious he got. No, 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 no. <laughs> Bye, Tim. Serious, Aaron? <laughs> uh, I think mine's gonna be surprising for both you guys. Uh, Is it Alien Friends? No, it's not Alien Friends. Dang it's it. it's the the because they justify the business case. A lot of people don't. I was gonna say I was thinking Pudgy Penguins because they they brought merch, but. So be it. They sold out on they Amazon. That had weird and say that, that had nothing or something. <laughs> no, it, cool cats. And this is why they oh. they their activation from a personal standpoint wasn't great, right? Like I, I already talked about that. It like I think it left some to be desired, but they're the only ones that went in there with a clear, very, very, very clear objective and captured it. They got three hundred emails. Now they have a base that they can grow, and they're obviously going to get into Web two traditional marketing. And I think if they had done a little bit better, like their their keychain, you can't really see it, but it's right back there. Very high quality. Um, their merch was high quality. They had plushies they were giving. Like you had to win them. Uh, if they did just a bit better, I think they could have had that out of the park. But I like the fact that they went in there to capture data. I like tying things to the business case. Our business case, like I said earlier, we tied to getting users in our Discord and getting new holders with a easy to understand um, collection, which we did. And we actually gave away two what gens. We gave out uh, yeah two, the last two people. This I think it was like close to the last of the two last people this been. Yeah. It was really cool, right in uh, a row, which is crazy. It was wild. Um, I kind of want to backtrack, like the not not for community, but like absolutely hit their home run. And I don't want to fluff them too much, but you guys did bring it up. I think Gala absolutely killed it. Um, so yeah. this was not an NFT land, so it's not really closely tied. But we were lucky enough to be um, brought down to the the floor of the stadium. Gala had this monstrous uh, recording studio, like capsule thing that they were recording uh artists in as well as podcast um podcast in the space use that space yeah do you have any of the content we could pull up because we did get the content drive i don't know if you can show it on visual and i know i'm asking you here on the spot but uh, maybe i can I, pull it up and send it to you real quick yeah if you send me a file i might be able to kind of showcase it in a in a window but um yeah it was so cool so thanks to our friend scott uh, works for Gala, brought us down. And this is actually, this is where I wanted to go with Gala. And then we can kind of talk about the experience with Gala. Um, so in bringing us down, we got like VIP treatment. They literally walked us behind the curtain. We got to see the video production of everything that they were doing, which, you know, my little stream deck here is just like a little taste of kind of like how we navigate our video here on Docs. They had like multi-cams set up like in their booth that were automated that would like track you it was all like they had, the, they had everything they had the setup they had the setup there it was, was like they brought us into the back they had their sound team they introduced us to like 
their legal team, their CEO of Gala Music, who was awesome. I think Tim and I both loved her. Her name's Bucks. She was wearing the Bucks. Like, if you're not familiar with her, uh, I don't know her her Twitter, but she wears this, like, pink jumpsuit and wears a, like, um, what looks like, what's that, Daft Punk head helmet? It looks like Daft Punk. And she's, like, their mascot, but she's the CEO. And she even has it labeled, like, Bucks on the back of it super down to earth very cool i think that that's awesome like her doing that and not hiring like an intern to go and do that is, is really yeah cool. wear this wear this suit yeah. um yeah exactly. it's funny scott actually this morning uh sent me the pictures again i'll be able to i'll show you guys really quick on, on my camera here on on spotify but uh aaron and i when we went down we got to take a picture with with her and she put on did the you head send me that why didn't you send me that um send me that yeah okay fine well but yeah uh that was one of the highlights is honestly talking to them and it was like awesome and cordial and cool um and i loved it it was just that was a total vibe i like if anybody's gonna obviously win the the vcon 2023 trophy uh for projects outside of you know v friends um i would i would argue that uh gala Gala is the and the disclaimer there is that we had worked with them before at a previous event. Not everything needs yeah. to have a disclaimer, boys. Just it don't. Does. No, it doesn't. You're, what you're legal advice? You're gonna give me legal advice? Well, yeah. no, Tim. Am I wrong in saying that? No, it's nice too. I mean, none of these are paid promotions, but it's nice to at least let the people know that people. I didn't work with them. I didn't okay. work with them. I can say whatever I want. Nobody yeah, wants to did. work with Tom. You resigned from quarterback. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I yeah. don't. It's, really serious. It publicly? it's really serious again. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So no, that yeah, that we, was really. We worked cool. with them a few times. I think of card terms, but like objectively, that was a killer activation. The recording studio was a brilliant, b perfectly executed. They used it to collab. And they were kind enough to collab with with our sorry bunch of three of us, and <laughs> it was awesome, man. Yeah, so we haven't actually, we, I mean, beyond the people that were there at VCon, we didn't get to talk about it. So um, in going there and, and talking to their team, they wanted to actually have us on. So they had all three of the Docs team uh, on their podcast. So it was kind of like a, a collab. Get an episode. A collab episode. Yeah. It was really cool. So uh, what, what's the name of their podcast? Uh, Top of the Drop. Top of the Drop with Gala. Yeah. yeah, top of the drop. Uh, I mean, and when that yeah. releases, uh, as long as they clear it, we'll actually upload that as another doxed episode too. So it's a, it's significantly shorter than the stuff the, that we go through. The Tom cut, the one where they uh, unedited. The one where Tom talks. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I hope that's the one they they give me. If not, I talked a lot in that episode. So I didn't have a voice, so I couldn't talk. You I did. Was it was just crap. like this. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. bad. That was the peak of how bad my it voice was. It was the was. worst. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. Gala was really cool. Uh, the reason I wanted to bring up favorite and uh, I'm going to say least favorite, but like a little bit like we can be critical in the space of, of people's activations is we were actually talking about the activations with the handful of QM holders that went to VCon and we were talking about the activation and their criticisms of some of, I would argue, the most popular stood at winning things booths was that there was no information for them to learn about their projects. And that's why they, I mean, that they love us obviously through and through, but they were like, if people came up to you and they're like, what is this about? At least you get to tell them what a project is, what like the distribution model is like with the IRL machine. Um, and then they get to learn about it where if you go up to, and I love them, don't get me wrong. You go up to alien friends and they're like, so what's, what is this? What's alien friends? And they're like, shoot the basketball. You win a prize. You know, there's a little bit more depth to, um, how things can be, I don't know, taken from people that are actually, actually interested in finding out about new projects and how they can get involved with them. So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, that was VCon. Uh, we didn't get to see any of the speakers. We literally lived in the booth for four days, um, and I'm happy about it. Uh, I was proud of it, and we got a bunch of new people onboarded, and it was a ton of fun. So uh, there's a very little chance that anybody from the, the V team will see or hear this, but if they do, thank you guys for having us. It was awesome and super fun. So, yeah, so you know, give us a share on Twitter. I mean, yeah, you're listening. Right. You must Just like it. ring that bell. Yeah, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, that no, was super fun. Oh, uh, I want to talk about like my one favorite thing, and I talked about it on the Gala podcast because you brought it up, Aaron, because I thought it was funny. So it might be a funny story here uh, here on Docs. But uh, the Quarter Machine, uh, we opened, we essentially opened the gate, 
for people to mint on our, our IRL machine. Uh, and the first guy in line, the first guy in line on the first day came up to me and he was like, hey, like you're you're Tom. And I was like, yeah, dude, uh, pleasure to meet you. I was like, you might be in Discord. I don't know your name. Like, give me a Discord name so I can follow up with you. And he was like, no, he's like, I don't think you know me. He's like, I minted hand-drawn dudes. Uh, so those that are listening, if you don't know what hand-drawn dudes are, it's a 10K generative project that I launched on my birthday on 5.5. It's on Polygon. It's essentially free to mint. Well, it is free to mint, but it costs, you know, tax. Well, it costs like three cents to mint or something like that. I'm out. But it was the official <laughs> hand-drawn <laughs> It was the official hand-drawn dudes meetup in front of the quarter machine booth. Um, yeah, because you had two holders. You had two, three if you count yourself right there. I yeah, no, there was there were there was a good there was a good group of holders. That's at least like forty percent of holders were there. I must have missed the cutoff for the airdrop. Because... I'll airdrop you. You want some? Just send me your address. You want them sent to your ledger address? Send me your social, Tim. And, you, yeah, and your mother's made a name. And... Do you want to complete the trifecta? Yeah. Hey, you want me to say it on the podcast? I think. Well, I think we're actually going to talk about hand drawn dudes later, right? We're gonna, you go. You want to bring it up for a regular the week? Colloquial. Uh, I don't well, think we could. I don't think it's a rug. I think it we isn't. Covered rug of the week, kind of. We it isn't. I tell you, you no. Know, so let's talk about it because I think it'd be, I think it would be a fun one to talk about and the things that kind of like are going on in my head with that launch and kind of how I want to do it. Um, but we'll get there. So just so you guys are, they're, I'm gonna get burned on on rug of the week. So stick around. Um, hey, Aaron, if you're taking notes, that's the one where we do need a disclaimer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um what else were we going to talk about um we're the week oh can we talk about we so we're uh we're like 40 40 minutes into this um are we gonna give aaron a chance to do you want to talk about news is there anything headline wise you actually want to bring up aaron i'm surprised you didn't want to talk about big ink as the rug of the week big well no because i really like it how is a rug get negative is rug of the week a negative term colloquial yeah it will be yeah, so, I was surprised. Uh, hey, well, what what else am I going to say about you know a project that like I hold and like beyond just going? Uh, you know what's interesting with with Big Ink, and we've talked about this a handful of times, is seeing their marketing development post mint. Um, that's interesting to watch because they originally in all the Illuminati, you know, truth um, like recorded sessions. There's one going on right now actually. Um, they didn't think it was going to mint out. So they were actually like, no, they weren't worried. The thing about Truth Team and like that is like they're openly transparent about like, hey, like when we launch this, like there will be airdrops and then the mint price is this. And they were like, I don't think we're going to mint half of them, guys. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Like a very high, you know, a project that is in the limelight, like like Goblin Town. Yeah, but they know the market too. Exactly. So yeah. that was interesting, and uh, this is this is why like I wouldn't consider a regular week. I would like give them. I would literally give them flowers for this. Is they had like a in twenty four hour complete pivot about a couple things within that minting process, and it wasn't a big deal. Um, there's also another thing that they launched that I think we could talk about. Maybe this is the only thing we bring up uh, in the news the news cycle uh, thing with them too. Um, uh, what was uh, they uh so they had a what is it when it declines is it a dutch auction is that what it's called yeah a reverse dutch auction a reverse dutch auction which was cool so like if you were on their leaderboard you could essentially mint for free so they gave a, a free mint to a thousand people so plus gas you know it probably have cost you like 30 to 50 dollars to mint this thing uh after that there was it was like point zero what three nine ish something like that I don't know. It was it was like fairly low, 0 0.049. It was whatever it was. Um, and you could pay in Pepe for half off. So they played into the meme. So that was like one of their marketing strategies is if you hold Pepe, you can mint for half of our mint price as long as you pay with Pepe, which I thought was funny. Um, the other thing was every minute, every minute it goes down by 0, 0, 0.001. Every 10 minutes. Every 10 oh. minutes is 0 0.01. Yeah, it's just maths. So, yeah. So uh, well, I thought that was how they did it. It was it was cool. They it was a smart activation. They gamified their own men and they made it worth it to to men. And they did. Okay. And people were watching it. And it was funny because Aaron and I were like, if this gets low, like let's just max mint a hundred, and then like like that'd be dope. Before we even had a chance to do it, they were gone, which is cool. So their marketing strategy was cool to see. 
Mint-wise. But then, this is what I was saying, post-Mint, they have uh, one of their leads, AJT, um, literally attending spaces every day. He was on Farouk. He was on, like, Shillin' Villain this morning. He was on Coffee with Captain. That was the other coffee joint that we went to when we got to see all those people. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just talking about it. He's talking about their Mint process. Um it was cool, but again, that's why I don't think it would be a good fit for Rug of the Week because I would honestly have little to nothing negative or even contradictory to say about it. So let's move on to hand-drawn dudes where you got loads of negative stuff to say. I got tons. Well, yeah, I do. I got... No, dude, you should. It shouldn't be negative. I, uh, I should be super proud of that. Do we do we do Rug of the Week before Will It Web 3? I want to do a Will It Web 3 question to you guys. So I thought about it today. I mean, we're talking about it. You want to just go into it? I don't think our order people aren't like people aren't going to be heard about it. Yeah. Let's talk about hand drawn dudes a little bit. Uh, let me pull up on, I didn't pull up any windows, um, to be able to showcase this, uh, hand drawn dudes collection on open Boom. So as of right now, bro, 126 minted out of 10,000 floor price is 350 Matic. Two percent are listed. What? Thirty-three Somebody unique owners. The floor. the floor was way higher. What was it, Aaron? Forty-two thousand sixty-nine. Twenty-six percent unique unique owners, uh, which I think is right about where Big Ink is. So I mean, I'm on par to Moon. Yeah, you're basically Big Ink. I'm basically Big Ink. Uh, currently, all unrevealed uh, assets, but. Uh, I, this was my original plan with with hand drawn dudes as I wanted to. Aaron's going to tell me about the screenshot that that, that I sent him uh, before I actually launched the contract. Oh yeah, are we going to talk about that on here? Yeah, no, we a hundred percent can. Um, Just to be clear, if people can't put it together. This colloquial. is your project you minted. Yeah. So if we support it, endorse it, talk about it, bring attention to it, it does benefit you financially. Theoretically, a little bit it could. No, so that's yeah. a disclaimer, but I mean, if they um, sell, yes, but the, I mean, yeah. so it's again, it's a free mint, and actually, like the people that are getting paid that's is getting you're putting it on Rock of the Week is to drive. That's what, yeah, this is my marketing strategy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, as of right now, you could there's 126 out of 10,000 minted. It costs zero matic to mint. You can mint five per wallet, uh, and it's done uh, via payment. So that. Uh, and per speaking with Aaron, um, when I wanted to launch this project, uh, I got I wanted to launch it originally on ETH, and Aaron was like, "You really shouldn't. Like, it's going to be one, it's going to be expensive. Also, two, people aren't going to mint because of gas." And I'm glad that you pushed me out of it because I was like, "Why am I doing this to begin with?" And it's kind of just part of like my NFT journey is launching something, understanding it, playing within generative generative art, and also. Uh, having Heyman kind of on the side because I was able to upload metadata, which was cool. So now once they do reveal, people are going to be able to see based on those reveals um, what what the rarity of whatever hand-drawn dude they get holds. And that's this is the first time I've ever been able to really play within um, the economy of like a, a big NFT project. Um, so yeah, thank you, Aaron, for, for doing that and kind of helped me learn the ways through Polygon and low transaction costs but um let, let's open the floor to you guys what do you want to know about hand-drawn dudes on Rogue? what am i going to get paid my consulting fee uh I'll t- how many dudes can i put you down for <laughs> <laughs> aaron's used to getting paid in i'll pay you in nfts uh, people love that yeah I, as long as i get a percentage of the uh the secondaries I'm i can i can set that up i can set that up on Heyman. I literally can't. Oh, no way. Okay. Let's go. Your percentage, I'm going to be rich. Your percentage just got cut in half. <laughs> Real talk from <laughs> zero to zero. In the industry, right? Like people not really wanting to get paid in NFT allocations anymore. I mean, that shift happened, what, six, nine months ago? Yeah. When we were building pretty heavy. Yeah. So what's the... That's a good question. Uh, that's a quality question. 
the reason, and maybe I should have consulted my lawyer, Tim, about this one, but the reason, the reason I, I've written it a bunch of places that I only wanted it as like a generative art project with a community backing. So one of the problems that I have in the launch of Hand Drawn Dudes was I was like, okay, like we need to, if I'm, if, 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 if this ever took off and people were like, I want to do this and I want to be a dude and I like the art, which cool. If they do dope, I love it. I love the vibe. Uh, I set up a discord and my whole idea was I wanted a gated discord because I wanted uh, a lot of people just in one space to be able to say like, hey, like we have similar values or, you know, the project is what it is. So it it's never a rug because it's always just art. So it's very much that like Danny Cole vibe of Creature World to just be like, yeah, I made this thing. Do you like it? If you do like it, you can you can own a piece of it. You can still be a part of the culture. And I think that's the safest way to launch a project that you essentially can't say, like, I'm going to give you this as value. The value will always just be the art or the community that you're hoping to you know, cultivate in behalf of the launch. Is that a safe? So answer? it's a community. It's art. It's art in a community. Um, and it's also like kind of, yeah, I think I say like subtle community because now it's almost become a meme with the with the handful of people that have minted. They're like, yeah, I'm a hand drawn dude. Like I hold. Your and discord link doesn't work on magic or on Heyman. I'm So it's funny you say that. Maybe maybe this is where it fits in the rug of the week. I've actually thought about deleting the discord. And the reason is it's too much to navigate if it did explode managing the discord and also trying to be a present person or founder of this thing that essentially is just art. It's weird. It's a it's that's that's my that's my inner struggle is like, OK, like, do I still push this thing to say um, if you if you mint these things you're now part of this community or you mint these things you now own a piece of art you do you yolo i don't know yeah um it's it, it's it's weird it's it's a weird feeling because like i now go okay there are tw uh, there's 33 people that have these things not necessarily all minted i've literally airdropped a lot of these just to people on Twitter or anybody that reaches out to me that wants them. I'm just like, okay, like I'll eat the cost and I'll, I'll airdrop them to you. Um, but what is the, like, is there actual expectation in a project that is like this? Let me ask you that. Yes. I think every project has an expectation, right? And that's where we're at. There's yeah, like even knock amigos, right? Like, Everybody said Nakamigos was the next CryptoPunks where it was like CCO and for some reason. It wasn't CCO. It was. It, yeah. Yeah, you're right, actually. Yeah, you're actually right. Um, and I looked at it and I said, I'm not going to mint this. I'm going to mint a couple of them. So I'm going to pause there and just for a moment of silence. For moment me, of silence for your, for your generational right. wealth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that every project now has some sort of expectation for probably worse because like community, I'm in so many communities and I, like, I didn't even know you had a discord, you know, and well, that's, again, that's one of those things. Like, I'm not going to push it. If I'm trying to grow a community, do I need to push a mint or do I need to push a discord? I think it would be different if I minted out in 10 minutes to, you know, 5,000 people or 2,000 yeah. people, if they all max minted, I did not. And then I just go, Hey, like, now you guys can vibe here and you can all be, you know, people and push it and you use them as your PFP or trade or whatever it ends up being. Um, there's the, that's too much expectation when you're still trying to mint out. Yeah. I would. And I also would argue that uh, Nakamigos did not have a discord, which I think is smart, uh, especially because what they were were just, you know, IP that you can use. It was, you know, there's commercial there's commercial IP tied to your nakamigo and it is what it is it's pixel art cool that's all it is community twitter whatever it is and i think that's important especially yeah. if there's a low entry point like it's i'm not buying uh a 600 pfp project with zero utility or you know it you know even if i did it for clout or followers it's still too much of a high entry point for myself to go i can rationalize the cost of this to be able to enter a community so yep. hand-drawn yeah. dudes is essentially that but for little to nothing is what i was trying to go for 
I yeah. actually wanted a 50k. I think I told you this. I wanted a massive collection because I was like, this would be super cool. Well, you, do, you do. You were going to miss out a 10k like immediately. I honestly did. And the reason I did was I. Well, let me see if I can find it as we're as we're chatting. Um, I I went through. And I say I went through all the proper channels. Like I went through uh, NFT calendar, mm -hmm. uh, and like submitted all my stuff in advance. It was approved, so I was like, shoot! Like people are gonna see that there is an NFT project, and drawn. If it were that easy, why wouldn't everybody just release an NFT and then mint out? But everybody does release an NFT. But they don't mint out. Yeah, which I think is funny. Uh, but I think that there's a lot like I think that that's a conundrum in itself because there's a safety barrier to minting projects. So like yeah. in my in my like one liners for NFT calendar, I was like, there's a verified contract like it's through Heyman. It's free. It's on Polygon. Like it's all just vibes. Like it's just, you know, it's art and it's it's nothing. So right. if you want to and here's the thing about anything that does moon and I, lo I don't look at success uh as an evaluation of like a floor i honestly don't care like i didn't expect this to make me you know a hundred air um i wanted it to just be a thing to launch and then i get to talk about it and it's fun um let me see if the discord here works nope all in all invalid that's funny eh, well well that's why people aren't joining anyway um yeah, so that's why I launched it. It's just part of like the the journey. It's part of like the what it is. But yeah, um, I'll I'll do this too. I don't want to harp on hand drawn dudes. I don't want this episode to just be about. We're gonna have to go to After Dark. We're at an hour. Yeah, we are. But I want to do Will at Web three. We're gonna have to do Will at Web three really quick. I have a really good idea. But wait, let me get this out first. Uh, if you guys want a hand drawn dude and you're listening to this, just shoot me a DM on Twitter. And I'll hand drop, I'll airdrop you uh, five hand drawn dudes. Tim, if you want in on hand drawn dudes too, you let me know. Dude, I'll take some. Yeah, send me your address. I was, you didn't, you didn't give them to me. I was like, oh man. Yeah, no, I'm going to, I'm 100% deleting the Discord. 100%. You are going to. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to manage it, even if people go in there. And you know what's funny is the only thing I, I experienced within Discord was I was farmed for jobs immediately. So when the Discord opened and I launched the project, the only people that came in were like, hey, like, I'm a community manager. I do collab management. And I'm just like, I'm not I'm not doing this. Like, I'm, I can't yeah. pay you. Like, I am an unpaid project. Like, it's free. Like, it's not minting. And they're like, well, you need marketing. I was like go for it like you want to see this succeed like there's no better way to get yourself a job than to mint this out that was it um but yeah so uh hit me up on twitter at tom over chaplain uh and send me your eth address and i'll hand i'll drop you hand-drawn dudes um let's hand talk about will it web 3 i had this idea uh and the reason i had this idea was i was thinking a lot about truths well it's not actually tied to truth it's my first dow uh, it's the Dolphin free claim from the Truth team, artwork by Process Greg. Um, they have a funny mechanic that uh, wasn't talked about a ton, but I can see it being um, a staple moving forward in open edition minting. Have you? Did you look at? Did you see this, Aaron, or no? No. Oh, uh, my first DAO. Yeah. Well, you saw my first DAO. I know you minted it, but do you know anything about the mechanic they they implemented? That I'm going to talk about. Does this the ring a bell? Weekly thing that you got to go. And no, and... that's what the, that's the utility of. I'll just I'll just talk about it. So in an open edition, one of the biggest issues that people run into is undercutting the floor of the mint. It's a problem. You know, you open edition, you don't want to be a part of it. We saw it with Danny Cole's crowd. You know, people were yeah. minting a ton of them, and then they'd fly, and then all of a sudden they wanted to dump a bunch of them, so they literally you know, would dump under mint and it would hurt the open supply or the high number that people were trying to do, especially if it was based on a burn, whatever. It's that flipper mentality. What my first DAO implemented in their contract is essentially a temporary soul bound. So you actually cannot sell your mints for seven days until after you hold for seven days and after the open edition is minted. So if you go to the my first DAO uh, OpenSea page, you'll see that zero are listed, and it's because you literally cannot list them. So it's just a smart contract and force lock. It's a yeah, but it's it it only makes sense. So I think if we see more open edition uh, mints moving forward, this will be the new standard. 
which seems so silly. Like, why, why didn't we do that before? But I liked it. Yeah, I mean, in a lot of the deals that were happening, like the brokered kind of alpha group deals, lockups are definitely, they've been a part of it. Um, so, like, I'm not surprised. I haven't seen it at like a mass retail mint level where it's part of the contract before, but we've definitely... Having a lockup. ...heard conversations between groups that involve lockups on token purchases. Just because you're right. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to have somebody come in and, you know, buy a hundred of your project, you need to make sure they're not going to turn around and dump it. your economy. Yeah. yeah. And that's common in a lot of places. So I think that's, I mean, is your question, will that work? No, I just wanted to bring that up because this is where I'm going with my uh, yeah, going on a long journey here. I, sorry, I want I didn't want to I didn't want to like go right into DAOs, but I had this idea about DAOs, and I'm curious about the legal ramifications for it, Tim. So maybe you can put on All right. not legal advice hat. Um, so my question is, can we have a DAO where the holders get to control a person post mortem? Oh. Like what? What do you mean? So like we get to we get to like a, a holder would be able to have a vote in the planning of a person's funeral or remains or whatever. I mean, as long as so there's a couple things. One, yeah. there's probably some like policy justifications for discouraging contracts to do that. Sure. On the other hand, if the person's alive at the time, yeah, they says, sign off I on will, it. I will go with whatever. You know, if you want me to be cremated, if you want me to be buried at sea or whatever, as long as those methods aren't illegal and as long as the person's alive and consenting to it at the time, I think it could be problematic because, and this is me not knowing the answer, but yeah, okay. in contracts that encourage people to do things that are kind of morally questionable or might create kind of perverse incentives are, are usually this is my uh, soft pitch. Enforceable, but let's this is it. this is my soft pitch for Death Dow. I just need okay. somebody to sign up. I need somebody that's going to sign all the papers. Well, when yeah. are you going to reveal that that's what hand drawn dudes is and everybody's in Death Dow? Mm, that's a really. I mean, I could change the. I could change the artwork. You're in it. I, <laughs> I just airdrop myself five thousand and one. So I'm like, yeah, oh, good. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I mean, cut all your matic. Yeah, no. If the, if the question is like, like, are you, you you just want, or is it like controlling their image afterwards? Is it like, hey, after I'm gone, you can let my image do things? Or yeah, I think it would be IP ownership of a of a person's. I I don't know. I mean, this would be up there to the DAO. There's interesting rules about that, particularly in California, that govern the use of like people's images after they pass away. Oh, I didn't know that. There's a lot to unpack. I didn't expect it to, to be like, oh, yeah, you can do that, or no, you can't touch that. But I did think it would be interesting. You thought I, I was going to give a one word yes or no answer to a question like very, that. Very, yeah, you are a hundred percent right. But I did like the idea of death DAO. I saw it. I was like, oh, that'd be funny. Funny. I mean, I'm not saying there's nothing there. <laughs> so are you guys on board for death DAO? Yeah, it's the opposite of my Survivor DAO. Do you remember my Survivor DAO pitch? No, I don't. It was like the TV show Survivor and you just vote people out and then the winner gets the prize. So I basically the DAO decides how they want to split up the, the prize pool and what they want to do with it. And then you vote somebody out every week. It's Why don't we do some of these cool things instead of sitting around talking into our computers? That's right. <laughs> oh, uh, I have a couple of answers to that. You want to code Death Dow? You want to code Survivor Dow? Just Let's copy just pasta it. contracts. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just copy. I'll just copy it. Yeah. It's easy. Uh, we'll yeah. ask AI to do it. Well, that's yeah. it. That's my idea of Will It Web 3. So uh, be on the lookout for Death Dow. I think it would be a funny one. What if the Death Dow devotes to eat the person? Then where are we at? I don't want to talk about eating human meat. That was it's questionable that you guys don't know if I'm joking or not. So I'm not even gonna bring it up. So okay. <laughs> then we'll move on. That'll be for after target. All right, guys. So, thanks for listening thanks to for Docs. Tuning in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's uh let's do our sign offs. We are we're you know three minutes after the hours. So um yeah, Tim, why don't you give it a start? Tell everybody where they're Yeah, so thanks for listening. 
this was obviously all a joke. Don't listen to anything we say to do. None of it's advice to do anything at all. Um, I'm Tim. I'm an attorney, but I'm not your attorney. Follow me on Twitter at NotLegalTim, co-founder of Unnamed. We've got some cool stuff coming out. If you're not following Unnamed on Twitter, you really should be. Um, Aaron kind of hinted earlier we might have some big announcements coming up soon. So, um, yeah, check it out. Follow us on Twitter. And uh, you can also catch me in Quarter Machines Discord. So I do operations over there. Soft pitch, what about I use all the wallet addresses from the unnamed allow list and hand and drop them hand drawn dudes? It's a partnership. So I'm Aaron. We'll talk about it after. <laughs> and I do uh, things at both the companies that are in talking about here. Uh, you can catch me in both the discords. I'm getting destroyed, but like my eyes, look at my eyes. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm, like, I, it's not, it's allergies. I'm getting destroyed right now. Um, I'm running out of time to set up death doubt from the look of Aaron. I know, so, seriously. Yeah, look at me. Well, it looks to, like we have our first contestant. Know. I'm in. <laughs> right, well, I'll, I'll, so I'll code death thou if you guys promote survivor Dow. Okay. And we got to do like some sort of Johnny Depp transcendence thing where you just code yourself into the death thou and then you can still be here after you're gone. Yeah, we can do that. I, I, I would be okay being That's in easy, right? forever. It's just a little so, front end. As long as I have access to the internet. And I'll tell you why in the After Dark segment. <laughs> All right, guys. And I'm Tom. So the... You can buy dog food on Amazon. A quarter machine community manager. Thank you guys for listening to Docs. You can find me on Twitter at Tom Over Chaplin. Um, and that's it. This is an episode of Docs. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We yeah, will listen to it. review it on whatever you're listening to it on. And yeah, it. drop a review. I didn't actually look this time to see if anybody dropped us a review, but I think one of our new biggest fans was the one of the video engineers from um, yeah. from the gala. He really did like us. So I hope he's listening. I hope he's listening and he hears us call him out. I so. want him to if he's listening, if he DMs me, I'll airdrop him an NFT. A bunch of hand drawn dudes. You'll get I won't say which one. So <laughs> but I do own a, a, a Cyberkong's baby, so it could be that. <laughs> For now you own it. Who knows? In a week. All right, guys. He's a good dude. Taco, if you listen to this episode, oh, all the way to the end. And you won't even believe it. Yeah, that's right. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to another another episode of Docs. We'll see you in uh we'll see you in the next one. After dark, coming up next. Peace out. You guys just say after dark. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode. We're super happy to have you guys in the Docs family. Just a reminder, you can always leave us a review on Spotify, Amazon, Apple, or Google Podcasts. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.